This is the 19th season of Bass Talk Live. BTL is presented by Bass Cat Boats, Striking Lures, Aftco, Pro Guide Batteries, X Zone Lures, Shoreline Boat and RV Repair, Spro, Gamakatsu, Big Bite Baits, The Bass Tank, Denali Rods, Beatdown Outdoors, and Sunline. BTL, coming at you. Happy New Year. Good morning and welcome to another exciting edition of BTL Bass Talk Live where we are going to talk about bass fishing. Uh, hopefully everybody had a safe, happy, and healthy Christmas and New Year's. Uh, we snuck in uh, one day four kind of in between the Christmas break. And typically uh, here at BTL, we take off the first week of January and then come back uh, with a full week of shows in the second week of January. But I was back in town. Uh, I had a couple days to to get some shows together, and we have uh, a great week of shows, including uh, the debut of a new, well, basically there's going to be 25 or 30 new BTLs, and a day five that will debut this Friday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time, a little bit different than the BTL that you're used to, uh, just as far as the content. Uh, it's still just going to be, the one-on-one -on -one interview form, but it is called Guide Day, Day 5, and we are going to be talking with uh, some of the most intriguing and interesting guides across the country. So there'll be more details on that in the coming days. Day 4 is going to stay the same, Thursday, 8.30 a.m. Uncle Frank will be back for another year of shows, and then Monday through Wednesday. So uh, Monday through Friday, BTL programming this year along with fishing the nine opens and a myriad of other things. So it is going to be a very busy 2024 with BTL. A big shout out to the BTL listeners and viewers uh, for making that possible and making that happen. Today's show is a BTL favorite, I guess a regular on the show, but we also have a BTL debut and that would be uh, none other than Miles Berghoff and his daughter Riley. What's going on, Miles? What's going on? Happy to be here on the new year. Yeah, happy new year. Uh, I would assume with what? How old's Riley? I'm not a good. Uh, I'm not a good guesser of baby ages. Is totally... she three, one? Nope. How old is my, Riley? <laughs> nine nine months in like two weeks. Oh, so they like look like people pretty early on. Well, that's what I, I see. I've had several people comment about her. She's they're just like she looks like a. I could tell what she's going to look like as an adult. I thought that all along, but I thought it was just because it was my baby. I'm just, I'm looking at her. I'm like, you know, you look old for, for your age. Yeah. Uh, Riley, yeah. nine months old, along with Milesburg. Happy new year. Hopefully you had a good, uh, I guess it would be your first uh, holiday season as a father. How was that? Yeah. Well, it, it's been eventful uh, as far as the, the uh, parenting but uneventful as far as fishing. I haven't been out on the water for a month and a half, which is insane for me. Yeah, it is. Now, is that a result of, of just parenting and wanting to get all of the photo ops and time with the family? Or is that a result of just not being, not having the, the, the stuff ready to roll in the off season, trying to get ready for all nine opens or. No, we've got pretty much everything, you know, ready to go. Um, it's just kind of necessity with, with her, 
um we we were taking her to daycare which we were already a little bit you know iffy about uh but we ended up just because she's so young and we ended mm -hmm. up taking her out of that we just didn't feel comfortable with it so since it's my off season uh and katie started working she's a dental hygienist again um i decided i'm just gonna stay home with her and even the days when katie's home obviously she needs a break too so it's it you know she the my wife and, and Riley have to sacrifice the rest of the year when I'm on the road. So I just figured, you know, stay at home. So I like it. She's already behaving better than the majority of, Wait, uh, of BTL guests uh, that we've had on the show. So, and like I said, well, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, this is real life. Like I said, your wife is on, uh, I guess her first vacation post vacation. mom. Yeah. Uh, and so you were like, Hey, I got, I got Riley. And we don't, I have no idea how this is going to go. This is kind of like jumping in your first tournament ever. Like you're not really sure how it's <laughs> yeah. going to go. Right, Riley? So far, so good. But uh, should, it, it may be in a, a truncated and abbreviated version. Oh, excuse you. Excuse you. you. You say excuse you or bless you? I think you bless said bless you. you. That was bless a good you. one. That was, that was like running through mosquitoes at 60 just all over. I'm just glad she had the plug in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's always always good in, in the boat or the baby. <laughs> uh, so so we're gonna try to uh, yeah I just jinxed it as he said uh, we're gonna try <laughs> to work through a BTL and then in the back half of the show we're gonna let you you go do dad stuff and then we'll dive into the NPFL roster. Uh, hundred and twenty seven anglers in the NPFL. Like I said, I'm calling them the the cat league because they have nine lives they keep coming back and coming back and coming back and this year it seems like it's stronger than ever 127 anglers some legendary names on it past classic champs past anglers of the year current anglers of the year million dollar club guys it is a very intriguing uh npfl national professional fishing league roster that will debut uh and then what i wanted to talk with you about was i wanted to just kind of talk a little prognostication or thoughts on uh, on this year, kind of as we kick things off uh, January second. But it also occurred to me you had like your best part of your year with a newborn. Yeah, well, there was you know everybody was promising me a win this last year because of the baby pattern. I heard right. that sometimes, but and I think that there's something to that, except for when you're building a house, changing leagues. Uh, you know, uh, developing a property, all those things at once. Uh, it, it was actually a pretty stressful year. And you, you could see, like, I had three tournaments where it was just like, you know, dead in the water. But, yeah. you know, other than that, it was actually not a bad season. Like, I fished pretty well when I ended up, like, just focusing on what I like to do. So, it, you know, as far as I cash five checks out of nine tournaments in the opens, that's, that's you know, something I'm, I'm, I'm happy with honestly. So points here, terrible, but as far as cash and checks, it was all right. When you talk about kind of maturing as an angler, uh, I remember everyone always talked about it, marveled at KVD about what he could do off the water and how it cut into his time on the water and how he was still able to remain dominant, yeah. uh, which is a little bit like, have you noticed just with being a dad and with having all this stuff that your priorities have kind of changed. I mean, I remember covering you uh, during, I think you had an AOY run on the FLW tour. Uh, hi. And you've had, uh, 
you know, you've had the TV show and you've been all in on this, but just talk a little bit about that priority shift kind of over the past four or five years. Man, it really has changed. It really had, hadn't changed that much, uh, you know, prior to, to Riley, but like when she came into this world, there's a whole new weight to it. That's why, like, I had a hard time, like, really accepting that baby pattern thing that everybody think about, because mm-hmm. everybody says that, oh, it just relaxes you a bit. It did not, it did the exact opposite for me. <laughs> like, the whole weight of life just was on my shoulders, you know, for a good portion of the year, because it's it's heavy, man. Yeah. Having your first kid, it's a heavy feeling, you know, it's it's been so awesome like this is she's the best thing that happened to me this year and you know she's she's an amazing little baby and i love being her dad but it is you know it's kind of scary so like are you on the in practice like thinking like oh my gosh i have to provide for this child out or is it like are you sad that you're missing stuff or is it like i mean i I can't relate to that currently but i mean i know a lot of our our listeners can and i think there's a lot of viewers who have kids and struggle with hey do you do the the kid thing on the weekend? Do you still fish? Like, how do you balance that between like passion and purpose in life and then fatherhood and family life? Because I would imagine that that's got to be a weird struggle internally. Well, well, this year there was no balance. I mean, that was part yeah. of my issue was there was no balance because we had to build a lot of people don't know, but we had to build this house because we we're living in a fifth wheel. I'm going to put her in her wheelie thing real quick and then give her okay. a wafer i'll keep an eye on her yeah she liked that wafer beforehand uh this is a safe and a, a safe place uh where miles he's not just uh he's not just <laughs> and neglecting drop, yeah dropping the kid, <laughs> get on the floor it's a, a we, no, we had this pre- kind of previously arranged she lit all i need to know is we've already baby proofed this whole yeah. area so we're good there's just about you know if if she stops making any noise at all that's 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 when there's an issue i got you we're just gonna pay attention to her she can only wheel around right this area Mm -hmm. she she loves her wafer but uh but yeah a lot of people don't realize like so we were expecting riley right but we were Mm -hmm. living in our our fifth wheel because we bought the 17 acres here in in dayton tennessee and so we're developing the property and then we find out that katie was pregnant and we were living in that you know, camper. And so I, I was tasked, um, I, I was, I was, I was chosen for the task of building a house and we literally had to do it in three months. We poured the concrete pad after Thanksgiving last year, uh, or in 2022. And I finished the house to where we could actually move into it, uh, in March 22nd, because the, we ended up, uh, having Riley on the 23rd. So it was oh like, my gosh. dude, you want to talk about being close to just breaking. That was it. Cause we did a lot of it ourselves. It wasn't like we couldn't, uh, we couldn't afford to rely on, on, you know, contractors to, to do everything. Like I had my buddy, Ed couldn't have done it without him. He came up from Florida and we tackled it out. We had a contractor, great contractor do the, the, the shell, but everything inside, like the framing and plumbing and all that stuff we did ourselves in this place. And it was just, it was crazy. So like, to me, there's no balance now, normal, like business stuff, like normal fishing, uh, you know, uh, career business, 
I can handle. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I can, I can multitask that because I'm passionate about it. But when you throw into the mix, all these other things and then having a baby, it was, it was not easy by any means. Yeah. And I would imagine it's like that with regardless of what your occupation is or what you're doing. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, it had to be like, just like just one day at a time. And then you've got a bozo like me probably call it during tournaments going. Now, is it important that there's any chartreuse on that chatter bait? And you're like, you're probably like, dude, I don't freaking know. I'm just glad I got to the dang lake. (laughs) Well, that was, that was, yeah, that was one thing. Like I found myself, uh, you know, I, we we talk multiple times during practice, you know, and I found myself actually like reaching out to to people, you know, my friends that are practicing more so than ever. And then it wasn't till those events where I just didn't pick up the phone once in practice mm-hmm. and just went and did my thing. That's when start things started to click. So that's kind of what I've taken from this year. And I don't know why I have to keep relearning that that lesson, but you know, just go do your, your own thing. And it, it works out. It's a whole lot easier. That's why I'm looking forward to this year. Why don't you think any of the dudes who had a lot of experience and I'll throw you in that, that bucket. I mean, you fish at this level a lot made the elite series this past year. I mean, I know John Garrett and a number of those guys have a lot of experience, but I'm talking about at that professional level. I mean, dude, you knew the group of guys that were, that were in that, that open, trail this past year and they're all fishing it this year or fishing the mpfl or it broke their back and they're like bfl co-angling now they just gave up everything it just completely shattered their spirit you know i don't know i think it was a pretty extraordinary year i think there's also a lot of hype around forward facing sonar and like the implications that has or doesn't have whatever there's a lot of arguments on that and i think that a lot of guys I, I just did not – I said it from the very beginning. Like, if you don't fish good, you're just not going to make the Elite Series. And I did not fish good, you know, this year in several events. And and so if you're not – it doesn't matter who you are, what your accolades have been in the past. If you're not fishing good and applying you, your experiences that you've had over your career – into what's happening on that lake at that that moment you're just not gonna do well i think that a lot of anglers including myself that have been around the block you know a few times uh i think we've lost we lost a little bit of focus on like what we do well because we think that we have to fish forward facing sonar and do this stuff that that other guys are doing out there that is really revolutionary there's a lot of things that you you can do with forward facing sonar that isn't um, you know, anything really different. You're just kind of optimizing your opportunities mm-hmm. with it. But there's a lot of things that guys are doing that we've never seen before. And I think that I, I know, for instance, I tried to do that in an event or two and it, you know, it completely brought me out of my game, out of the zone. So I think there's a little bit of that going on. And other than that, we just had some really good talent on the, on, you know, the opens this year, the EQs is very competitive. All right, we're going to take a quick short break. Uh, first show of the 2024 season, BTL with Miles Berghoff and his nine-month-old daughter, Riley, who's who's being very good. Uh, we'll take a short break. When we come back, I want to talk about kicking off the year with high expectations because based on your history on Okeechobee, where the Opens kick off in about three weeks, or about a month, exactly a month from now, uh, 
you've got to have some high expectations. So I know regardless of where you fish, what level, you always have that first derby. Some places it's February, sometimes it's March, April, May. But how you kind of temper those expectations when you just want to jump out of the out of the gates and absolutely hammer them. So BTL on a Tuesday with Miles Berghoff. We will be back right after this. The new Puma STS has been redesigned from the ground up. With the angler, design, function, and performance in mind, nothing on this new offering was compromised, and the only thing carried over from the previous version is the name. Based on the soft touch series hull that started with the flagship Jaguar, this new model is nimble and performs incredibly well at all speeds with either a 250 or 300 horsepower engine. Featuring a new 96 inch wide body footprint, this hull measures out at 20 foot 7 inches in length. Industry-leading design coupled with tournament-winning performance. The Puma STS from Basscat. Feel the rush. I'm the kind of guy that never leaves a house without a pocket knife, and Gamagatsu's come out with the EDC series of knives. EDC stands for everyday carry, so whether you're on the water or off, you can always have it with you. The best thing about it to me is that assisted open feature. With this D2 blade, you've got it right here at your fingertips. So if you can't find your scissors, you need to cut a knot, you need to cut your braid, you've always got it. Make sure you check it out. Never leave home without your Gamagatsu EDC knife. Born in Japan, using technology, innovation, and precision, Sunline produces the widest selection of fishing lines at the most technologically advanced line factory in the world. Manufactured at the strictest tolerances to produce victories at the highest levels of tournament bass fishing. From household names like Christie, Swindle, and Cruz, to young guns like Cook, Logan, New, and Welcher, they all trust Sunline to take them to the top of the leaderboard. Choose the line that will give you the strength to guarantee your confidence. Sunline. Have you considered purchasing new electronics for your rig? The type of mounts you choose to protect your investment should be part of the decision-making process. No matter if you prefer one, two, or three graphs up front, Beatdown Outdoors has a solution for you. Adjustable, versatile, rigid, and made in the USA. What's your ultimate electronic setup? Check out the full selection of Beatdown Outdoors products by visiting beatdownoutdoors.com. All right, we are back, Miles Berghoff, uh, kicking things off in 2024 for BTL. And like I mentioned before, uh, that first derby of the year, I've always, I've always kind of struggled with because regardless of what level it is, you always want to get off to to a good start at the beginning of the year. You want to 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 meet your expectations to get things off, whether it's for your club angler of the year, whether it's for the open ZQ and you're in a unique situation where we're headed to Okeechobee, a place where you uh, you've had a lot of success before. And we talked a little bit off, off, uh, off camera when, when I booked this show, uh, but how do you, how are you kind of preparing and approaching Okeechobee without having your expectations set too high going into that first event here in about a month? Okeechobee is by far my favorite tournament fishery. Um, I, you know, when I was going to, to school down at uh, University of Central Florida, that was, you know, my spot. I just love it. I just have like a, I, I the the thing about Okeechobee is like you can't fish it by history. You know, there's a lot of lakes that you can fish history. Uh, the only thing that you can do on Okeechobee, as far as history wise, is like di the different techniques. So. I really am not doing much as far as preparation. I don't think I'm going to be doing any pre-fishing. I'm definitely not doing pre-fishing. I'm, I, 
toyed around with the idea of going down there and driving around because the one thing about Okeechobee is that the grass is what is so important on that fishery. So mm-hmm. knowing how the grass lays out and like what areas look good and have all the ingredients, like that's the most important part. And so, you know, the last time I was there, we fished the pro circuit there in 2021. I got a top 10 there and a lot of it had to do with going down there, driving around and just looking for the areas that that look good so uh, fortunately you know we have what we still have four and a half five days, days of, practice, of practice yeah five days of practice yeah so i i can take a full day even a day and a half drive around the lake and pretty much know exactly the areas that i want to focus on for the you know the event so i'm i'm really not doing a lot of preparation which i love i'm not i'm not saying that that like i'm a shoe-in at that event or anything like that but it's a it's a fishery i feel comfortable with everybody Mm -hmm. says oh it's changed so much but i've seen it when it was so low that you couldn't get within 150 yards of the grass line you know oh wow yeah like when it was like nine foot or or even less (laughs) than that it was it was crazy back then you know when you had to fish just offshore flats Mm -hmm. you know with lipless crankbaits and stuff like that so i've seen it you know change over the years i never fished the same place twice it seems like so I, i just i can't wait to get down there what are some characteristics that all consistently good anglers in florida share I don't, I think that they don't make it too complicated. It's really not when you learn Florida, um, you, you realize how easy it is or how simple it is. Maybe not easy, but simple. So almost like smallmouth fishing. Yeah. it, It, I liken it to, to fishing up North a lot. And again, I overcomplicate things. We talked about going to the St. Lawrence river last year, which I sucked at and I overcomplicate things. I don't have a lot of experience down there, but that's the biggest thing, man. And, and I also see a lot of people, they don't know how to practice Florida. You know, they, they, everything looks good. So you just want to slow down and start picking everything apart, but you just got to like, kind of, you know, run around until you find the right areas. Huh. Uh, excited with the changes that Bass has made. I don't think I've had John oh, since, since we talked about uh, the changes that they made going forward into 2024. Yeah, I, I, I like it a lot. Uh, obviously the payouts are kind of the biggest deal. I mean, uh, under the new payout scale, I would have made an extra six something grand last year. Um, so the payouts are the best I've seen in a long time. And, uh, and they've also, you know, deepened the payouts a little bit. I think we're going down to what, 45 places now, which is yep. a lot, but I've been on the bubble. Yeah. That would give me an done. extra, an extra like 12 grand over the last three years. Yeah, it's so I think it's moving in the right direction. Um, you know, it's still not great. It's still it's still hard to make a profit on, you know, fishing the opens, but uh, they're going in the right direction. And, and you know, the exposure opportunities, I, I believe, have been increased. And and so overall, I think Bass is really trying to to, uh, you know, uh, bolster that trail. And so I'm, you know, I'm I'm all in. I'm really happy to see the 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 changes for this year. Obviously, we're all fishing it to make the elite series, but it is awful nice that they're making the changes to make it, you know, a little bit easier for us while we're fishing the opens. 
Bass Fanatic, I hope I'm not like letting a cat out of the bag or anything, but he said that Matt <laughs> Stefan talked about it on something. He said Matt Stefan mentioned that you guys were planning a TV show. Well, we we don't have anything uh, you know, solid yet, or but we we're Matt and I are really good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been, you know, uh, kind of like best friends on tour when we were fishing the pro circuit together. And uh, we've always wanted to do something, you know, content wise together. So that that's definitely, you know, we're working on on doing something. I don't know exactly what it is. TV show is way too early to say TV show, but um, we, we definitely want to work together because we, we really enjoy, you know, fishing to the, together and hanging out. Because he's got two boys, you got a nine-month-old. You both drop videos on your YouTube channels every single day. Yeah. He's new to the BPT this year. You're fishing all nine opens, and you're going to add, yeah, right. add a TV show. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a yeah. weird it time for that. In, uh, it's a weird time in uh, to be a, uh, you're a professional angler. It's a weird time, in my opinion, to be a professional angler because – with all of the social media channels now and everything that we're seeing getting dropped with uh, new podcasts and series and yeah. shows and content, it almost feels like you're never doing enough and someone is yeah. always doing more than you. And then you you add and add. I mean, do you get that feeling too when you're trying to put together all, kind of your portfolio? All, all the time. And the thing that I have to keep reminding myself of is that everybody has an audience, right? Aww. Now, some audiences, some some uh, audiences are a little bit smaller than others. And and I really had to change my mindset on it because, like, I've always been results based, um, you know, results focused. And and when you're talking about, like, building a YouTube channel, like my YouTube channel grew a ton this year, but it took a long time for that that trend to go in the direction where it was actually seeming like it was worth my time. And, uh, and so you got to just do it for the viewers, you know, you got to do it for yourself and do it for the viewers and just create the best content possible. And I sincerely think that if you get people excited about fishing and teach them how to do it better, it's just all going to work out in the end. And, you know, I kind of took a, uh, the lesson from, from Matt, cause I remember four years ago or something like that three or four years ago, he, when he told me the moment he told me he was going to start a YouTube channel and do a video every single day. And I was like, good luck with that. Cause I know how hard it is to come up with the content ideas and to do that, but he's done it and he's grown his channel big time. And once I started doing that this year, uh, you know, things really started uh, flowing and, and I, I love it, man. I really do. I get a lot of, of great viewers, a lot of great comments, a lot of great questions. Mm-hmm. So it's been a lot of fun. So, uh, when does the show drop? The show? Yeah. The, the fishing show that you guys are doing. Matt's on here. He said, he goes, Miles didn't want me leaking it on my channel. It's out there (laughs) now. Now you got to do it. Cause I mean, uh, you guys are two of the most informative and and well-liked guys out there. Well, we're, we're, we're working on, on something. I don't know. Yeah. We're working on something. That's, that's one of the things that. You know, in this business, you want to be able to to own the content that you're you're putting out there, and so that's something that uh, Matt and I have really you know shared, and and we've um you know we've really talked about a lot of things and wanted to do something that really mm-hmm. maybe wasn't even uh, as as much bass fishing, and so we coming into this new year, we're like you know let's let's really put uh, a lot of energy into this and, and get something started it, it, at the very least it'll be fun 
and it'll be a lot of fun for people to watch. You did how many years did you do Sweetwater for with Joey? Like seven? We did it for eight years. 2014 was the first year. That was a a fully produced production yeah. TV show. Like, yeah, I mean, that is like a, a fishing TV show. How much work is it to do a full on production TV show like that? Is a it more or less than you would expect? A tremendous amount of work. But here's the thing is like the, the reason why I'm a little bit more conservative about like actually saying that we're going to be doing a TV show is the fact that, you know, there is a lot of work behind the scenes. And, you know, I was hired to do that show with, uh -huh. along with Joey. So it wasn't like we were having to handle a lot of the production uh, needs for that show. So there's there's a huge learning curve there's a, there's a big barrier to entry uh to doing something that has a high production value something like that so you know it's gonna take a lot of time and a lot of logistics so you know we we don't know exactly what we're in for but we're <laughs> you know we're enjoying the ride you know both matt and i very uh motivated to do cool stuff um you know as far as content wise and so it's a good project to, to yeah. work on how do you think he's going to do over on the BPT? You think he's going to be able to handle the heat? I think so. I think I think so, and I'm going to tell you why I think Matt's going to do great on there. Is is number one? You know, he he's built his platform. He's really got a lot of of you know uh, momentum right now. And when you own, uh, you know, you, kind of your destiny, you can control your destiny a little bit. That takes a lot of weight off of your shoulders competitively, and and. I, I really think that he's in a good spot. I, I think he's definitely going to be one of my picks for, for a top 10, you know, finish in the AOI. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, he's got a tackle company that's exploding. Yeah. Uh, the core, core tackle, tackle that him and, yep. and Johnny Schultz do. Uh, he's coming off of a win and he's got one of the fastest growing YouTube channels. So yeah, sorts of exciting stuff. Guess what? We made it a half hour miles. A half hour already. A half hour. A half hour is her limit. I know. I kind of. We were going to talk about. We were going to prognostic. Is that the word? Prognosticate. I, I That's not it. what you get at the doctor's office when you turn fifty, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. I already um, had those. <laughs> we were gonna. I, I think prognosticate is the correct word. We were going to prognosticate angler of the years and who was in and all that. But uh, I think we leave that for another episode when you have uh, the opportunity to maybe have some uh, a little bit more research at the tip of your fingers. Is that oh, fair? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I appreciate that. Cause she's, you know, she's, she's a really well-behaved baby, but I she was, she did a very good job. She needs more attention, but, uh, but yeah. <laughs> like most BTL guests, about a half hour threshold, and then things start going downhill. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I'm gonna let you go. Uh uh yeah, you got a lot on your plate. Plus, you have a corgi that wears a, a fishing jersey, which I I mean, I am corgis in my top three of favorite dogs of all. Oh my gosh, a bonus corgi. Oh, this just made my day. There's Doppler. What does Doppler, Doppler uh think of Riley? Is he a little um, jealous? He's, he's tolerant. He's very tolerant. He's starting to get to the point where he'll actually come over to when he, when Riley's in the wheelie thing that she's in right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's his worst nightmare, uh, in that situation. Sorry. I'm moving the camera all around. I oh, no, that's fine. Commented on that, but, yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's such a good little, you know, big brother.
to her, you know. I love when you stuff them in the sonar jersey. I know. My my wife is really good at, at dressing dressing yeah. that dog. Uh, and then Doppler, obviously, with your nickname and the history that's there, that was just such a natural name. I, I chuckled. Yeah. I did not know that Doppler was named Doppler. Yeah, that was uh, that was Katie's idea. I get. Rich, I get. Tolerant the next- is the word he use for my wife when it comes to my fishing. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah. No, she. Katie wanted to continue that that um, that line of names you know, that kind of go with the radar theme. But I, uh, I was just like, I got to get the next one. So it's either going to be like Frodo or, uh, or, uh, Lieutenant Dan, you know, cause they have such short legs. <laughs> yeah, that would be legendary. Uh, Hey, anything new? I, every time I turn my head, Z man's coming out with new stuff. Yeah. Uh, anything new in 2024 that, I mean, every once in a while, they'll, you know, they did, was it the Hellraiser thing? And then they've done like the little micros that I've gotten into anything new in 24 that we need to be on the lookout for that isn't out yet. Well, not that I know of, I've got a call in with them at some point. I wanted to, to kind of, you know, uh, see what they've got working on and see if I can help them with any prototypes or anything like that testing. Um, so right now, uh, I don't know of anything that's brand new that's going to be coming out, but the, 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 the new, some of the new baits, like the, the, a lot of people have been asking me about that chatterbait elite Evo. Yeah. Um, what is the deal with that? That is, it, that, that is a pretty awesome chatterbait. I mean, it really is. There's times uh, where you're going to throw that instead of a jackhammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, really? It honestly, I've, I've fished it. I love it. It, it it's very similar to a jackhammer as far as the action and a lot of the components like the clip the snap is 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 similar they're not the same bait right so they're they're not exactly the same but they have a really good um a batch of colors that they've they've created for that uh version specifically and so there's some really good there's like uh, one really good um a craw color i think it's uh man i need to brush up on the the new That's color fine names but there's there's some really cool colors in that in that um line and so that's kind of for me you know uh, th- that one crawl one i'm going to be fishing quite a bit it's like a red and green pumpkin i need to look at the color i'm a, uh, a bad I'll, pro I'll staffer pull it up and see uh here we go let's see if i can make this work here real quick uh i think it's i think i got it. it's got to be that right there isn't it yeah yep that one right there lava craw lava craw that's i i knew it was at the tip of my tongue but oh and another thing that they they did really well with is, oh yes Tim. so one of the things that i i you know i get some complaints about the the paint holding on the blades of some of the chatterbaits and when i picked that chatterbait up at icast this year the the evo i realized that the the resin that they used felt denser it felt thicker and and I asked them about that, and they're like, "Yeah, they, we we ended up changing that, so it should be a little bit more durable." They've got not only shiny blades, but they've got painted blades, and then they also have glitter painted blades as well. So the, they've they've really kind of elevated that, and it's only you know nine ninety nine, which is a lot yeah. less. And uh, available right now in stock, three eighths ounce and yep. half ounce at uh, omniafishing.com. Working on some cool stuff uh, with Omnia moving forward into uh, into 2024, cool. but uh, 
looks like they're going to be back and always nice to be able to kind of get their take but yeah those are in stock yeah i can see you can see i like one of the features there it's kind of got the jackhammer look a little bit to uh, yeah. the head and then the tight skirt and all that again it's not a replacement for the, yeah. for the jackhammer but it's definitely a good addition to the chatterbait line in like i said really cool colors and they also came that's out a cool that. one yeah and you can what see the glitter one? on the blade there bama craw yeah, yeah bama craw um yeah there's a bunch of them and then you've got the new chatter spike which is a trailer that they designed for it in elastic um and that i've been actually been doing quite a few videos on my youtube channel about uh, both of those recently yeah, i'm sold on this one miles that's a that's a good little nugget uh sponsorship wise everything stay the same uh, everything's pretty similar we added a uh, big one this year is lawrence we're actually going to be going away from the three brand system because over the years using three brands i still work with basketballelectronics.com yep. but using the three brands i've uh, you know i've realized that i just really have always loved my lawrence systems my hds units and so um we're going to be doing all that uh, all HDS units on the boat next year. And we're also going to be switching over to the ghost, which I'm really excited about. I've heard a lot of really great things about that trolling motor. So uh, we did that. Uh, we've added Sims apparel, mm -hmm. which I'm really stoked on because uh, uh, not only do they do a lot of stuff for bass fishing, but the stuff that I do in Alaska, it's a yep. perfect fit. And they got a lot of plaid stuff, which is uh, flannels. I've gotten into like the flannels. plaid too. What is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've gotten into the uh, the flannel and the what is it called? The red and black plaid. There's a name I, for that that type of plaid. Lumberjack? I don't know. I don't know. No, I there's some specific name for that color. But yeah, I've got become a big plaid guy over the past yeah past two years, which yeah, I never really was. Yeah, no, I you know I I have been over the years, but I haven't had a apparel company that I've been partnered with that kind of fit that style you know it's like all sun hoodies and t-shirts that sort of thing and and of course sims does that but they also do a lot of other stuff too so really and i've been using their waders since 2005 you know buffalo uh, plaid that's it yeah buffalo plaid i didn't know that right that. there that color oh gotcha that red and black. that's not my favorite of of them all i I'll, I'll wear a buffalo plaid during the holidays but that's about it I think a bluff buffalo plaid with a black vest is just a classic look. Oof, man, like you don't know you're whether a, you're gonna you're give someone a Santa Claus if you're. Wearing uh, well, no, nah, I mean you never know. Like, you, are, are you gonna chop down a tree? Are you gonna give someone an extra thick roll of 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 uh, of paper towels? You don't know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, for 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 sure. Uh, let me get your take on this. So I'm kicking off, and I, I kind of announced it at the beginning of the show, day five uh, for BTL. And it's called Guide Day, uh, yeah. where and and you might actually be a, a good but a good uh, candidate for this. I'm actually started out on Friday with uh, Captain Justin Jones down in Florida. Yeah. He does I've heard a he lot does the peacocks, the clown yeah. knife fish, also guides on Okeechobee. But but my he, thought, and have you heard of any other shows that are doing this, is to really get to know the guide, the story behind the guide the cool things that they've done, what makes their experience different. And then you spend an hour, an hour and a half with them. So if you're going to spend five to $5,000 on a trip, at least have somewhere, you know, where you can go listen to the guy, know what he's about, know a little bit about the backstory. You think that's valuable for the, the guides that are out there? Oh, heck yeah. 
Dude, uh, I've got a lot of guide buddies, you know, over the years, both in bass fishing and, and trout and, and saltwater. They're the and most interesting got, guys on earth. Dude, they've got so many cool stories. I think that that would be awesome to be able to watch a show, with, you know, learning about their backstories and learning about all the crazy stuff that happens on the water. I think that would be a great show idea, honestly. It's so great that I did it. And it, it, deb it debuts this Friday. We record tomorrow with, with Justin Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, also, I've had... Uh, okay, so I'm in a little bit of a pickle here, too. So I wanted. I went down to Mexico this past year. I was working with uh, Pro Bass Adventures. Had a 10 out of 10 experience. Like, literally, it was... I likened it to an Alaska experience for someone who had never been to Alaska. You right. get to see that yeah. look in a lot of people's eyes where you're like, oh my gosh, this person's having a the top five moment of their life right and you right, get to witness right. that all the time uh but i did a, i wanted to do a trip a btl trip riley wheeling off or is she good yeah she's uh-oh are we gonna lose dirty her? laundry oh i got you uh and i'll let you go after this but anyway uh i mentioned so i talked with uh with the owner pro bass adventures i'm like hey well let's do something with btl i want to get a group of btl people together i mentioned it uh, and we will have more details in the next couple weeks as to how uh, the BTL listeners can be a part of that trip, which we may have to add a second trip because it's already rapidly filling. I was like, hey, you know, 18 spot max. I was like, now, if we we don't fill this, like, let's make a cutoff of May 1st. And I think I mentioned it once. And I think we're <laughs> we're going we're gonna to maybe have to add a second trip. <laughs> nice. but, no, I've gotten into the the guide stuff. Like, I feel like for some bass anglers, there's like a a taboo like oh i don't need a guide i'm a i'm a tournament bass angler i know what's going on dude sometimes it's nice to go with someone and oh. relax and know what the hell is going on and just enjoy the experience and if you do it right it's a great friendship and a great time on the water and it's not yeah. a hey take this and cast here it's like such a cool experience and that's kind of what yeah. i want to try to bring well justin jones uh he's he's a buddy of mine he's an awesome dude oh is he i've known his his dad for a long time too uh, i've actually okay. stayed down with him at okeechobee a couple times and he is uh yeah he's awesome his dad's awesome uh, so you're gonna have a good time i didn't know that he he actually guided down and uh for peacock bass so. Yeah, and clown knife fish too. Ooh. Like he does the whole exotic thing and stuff. But like I said, I you know I fished with him. Uh, he practiced with me for a day on Watts Bar and actually caught him really good uh, mm -hmm. behind me. And uh, I thought he'd be a great one and really enjoy the time in the boat. So I thought he would be a great one uh, to kick things off. But I'll be picking your brain to get. I mean, I want the the most eclectic, off the wall guys that 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 you know people need to know about. Like if right. you're gonna drop yeah. some coin, like this is a this is a character. Yeah, 100%. I'm sure you can think of them right off the top of your head right now. You're already going and your head's working a million miles. An oh, hour. yeah, I've, I've got a, I've got a bunch of guys that, you know, not as many in the in the uh, bass. Yeah, I don't think category. it has to be bass, though, because like if but, I'm hiring a guide, I'm I want to catch a clown knife. I want to go catch a wild rainbow. I want to do a sturgeon. I want to you know what I mean? Like some of the stuff where it would really benefit you. There's this dude, Alvin Dedu, I think is how you pronounce his name. Don't be Sorry, giving away Alvin. show ideas. What's that? We'll be giving away show ideas. Yeah. I got to keep this stuff under wraps. All right. Never mind then. He's no, just cool tease it. Tease him. Super, super unique dude. He fly fishes. He does both salt, uh, so inshore and bass down in Texas. He's got a great YouTube channel. I actually did 
a <clears throat> Yeti short video with him on the Devil's River in Texas uh, years ago. Uh, so they did a Yeti story, um, you know, short video on that. Um, and we had a blast. And he, he really cool dude. So he would definitely be on the short list. All right, Miles, I'm going to let you go. Anything else you want to get in here? Yeah, I do want to, uh, since we, we didn't finish with the, the new sponsor stuff, yep. and Matt is probably watching right now, I want to give a shout-out to Core Tackle because uh, I'm going to be working with them a little bit this year. Um, they've got some great you know, terminal tackle. They're doing great things with the hover rig, the Ozark rig, and stuff like that, the tush swim bait mm-hmm. hook. And uh, so, yeah, uh, other than that, uh, anybody out there that wants to come over to my YouTube channel, you are more than welcome I do a video a day, or at least I try to, and uh, and so love you over there, and and uh, you know the Facebook and Instagram too. Did you get that? Uh, did you did you squeeze that title sponsor money out of Matt Stefan? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. We are gonna, you know, we're gonna do some some great content this year uh, with that deal. But yeah, check it out. Yeah, they got some really unique hooks over there. So yeah. Look at that, man. It's growing. It's getting yeah. bigger. Where'd you start the year out at? 8,000 subscribers. And we got oh, like almost 6, 3 million 6, views this year. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. That's fantastic. Yeah, you got a bunch of stuff going on. I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to seeing you down in Florida. Yeah. Shout out to that Bass Boss book in the corner there, by the way, before we leave. Yeah. My favorite book of all time. It's a pretty good book. Uh, I mean, everything up here kind of has some meaning to it. I have the most expensive sticker known to man. That right there is an $18,000 sticker. Uh, oh, I got I got a couple of cool ones. I got a bunch of uh, Epic Eric, the Bass Lab stickers. Oh, dude, that he sent those are me. awesome. Yeah, have you not seen those? He should do NFTs. He's got the, if that's a thing anymore. Is that still a thing? He's got the Tug Life, the Epic Eric bass lab keep on grinding oh my gosh i'm gonna have to call him for my logo uh-huh the she thick she thick oh man i I love this stuff but i did not want to uh I, I put on one of the one of the uh oh there's a there's a bunch of good ones here i put on uh one of the smaller ones this year i didn't want to waste one of the big ones halfway through the year uh oh this is a freaking awesome one rise and glide yeah so I want to get a I want to get a she thick uh onesie for for Riley. Ooh. She's putting on the poundage. She Ooh, like the I got a buddy I saw him over break like so his wife is like a all universe athlete. She's like set every record at the college and I think she's almost 6'2, very yeah. athletic. My buddy Nick is 6'4. Was not the most athletic but is still athletic. Uh and they have a daughter that's two that's in like the 100th percentile whoa so i they are not saving for college (laughs) (laughs) they're getting that That, athletic money that is that is pretty much a guaranteed full ride (laughs) nice nice all right i'm gonna let you go uh i'm gonna let you go take care of the kiddo cool i got a diaper to change i i can smell it oh that's lovely (laughs) all right man thanks for having me happy new year See you guys. Uh, let's get this year started. All right. See ya. See ya. All right. That is a uh, businessman, family man, YouTuber, and professional angler, Miles Berg. We're going to take our final break of the show. And when we come back, 
We will dive into the 127 angler roster that was just announced this morning for the National Professional Fishing League. It's BTL on a Tuesday. We'll be back right after this. Elite Series Pro Daryl Gleason here. My Pro Guide batteries keep me going on those long tournament days and long practice days. Always plenty of juice, never fail. The best part about Pro Guide batteries, it's the people behind the company. They have over 40 years experience in the battery business, keeping all of us fishermen out on the water longer, catching more fish. Check them out at ProGuideBatteries.com. What's up, Bass Talk Live fans? Brandon Polinick here. And ever since I won a couple Bassmaster Elite Series events on X-Zone Lures, I've been getting a bunch of questions of what makes them so special and different. And really, the truth is, it's in the details. The little details, things like no cheap fillers in their plastic, that gives you more lifelike action, more realistic and vibrant colors. But don't just take my word for it. Go to www.xonelures.com and check them out for yourself. All right. Welcome back. Let's dive into the MPFL roster uh, that they did a good job of releasing uh, early this morning. I had heard rumors. Uh, this is this is just my opinion on this. Um I would assume what happened was uh, they guaranteed the $100,000 last year. Uh, you had Jason Williamson uh, and most notably Patrick Walters and a, a number of co- another a number of other uh, either MLF Invitational or uh, I don't think there were any other Elite Series anglers that fished uh, the MPFL. And then Patrick Walters goes over and does like a quarter mil or something out of there, like wins a ridiculous amount. Uh, and I know that there was a lot of uh interest i think they were shooting for like 125 they end up with 127 i just from the top of my head is like i think a full field i mean it's gotta be a full field for them uh and they end up with 127 anglers for 2024 in the midst of all this chaos that is going on between uh but oh yeah john cox sorry mark how can i forget uh John Cox, there were two John Coxes that fished because uh, I had to do John Cox, Florida. Anyway, uh, the MPFL keeps coming back with stronger and stronger fields, incredible payouts. Uh, they've got a bunch of stuff going on this year. And I'm looking through the list. And the first thing that obviously sticks out is uh, I'm just going to run alphabetically. Now, I don't mention the name. That means doesn't mean they're not a threat. I'm just going based on history. Tommy Biffle. He's going to be biffle bugging his way through the MPFL season this year. Uh, Zach Burge, that's a big name. That's a BPT guy, uh, younger dude, Oklahoma guy. Zach Burge is is uh, is fishing both of them. Uh, let me scroll down through here. Drew Cook. I mean, that's a top ten elite series angler. Look at what he's done over the past years on the elite series and in the angler of the year. Uh, John Cox. Uh, a lot of the guys who have won obviously, um, are back. Oh, there are some other names in here. Buddy Gross. That's, a, that's an elite series winner. Uh, he's back fishing it. Uh, I see some guys from the opens West, West Logan, West Logan is fishing it. Uh, uh where's, Pete Pons, there's a name from the past. Pete Pons uh, fished the uh, FLW Tour, also a longtime Elite Series pro. Uh, he's on it. Uh, Kevin Rogers back uh, for another year, one of the most uh, decorated crappie anglers in history. John Soka, 
apparently fishing both the Elite Series and uh, the MPFL. He's been on a couple of uh, podcasts recently that are on my to listen to list. Have not uh, had a chance to listen to that yet. Uh, J. Todd Tucker uh, joining uh, Landon Tucker. Uh, on the MPFL for the year. Patrick Walters is back for another year. That's no surprise. And then we get down to the W's. And I think this is pretty wild. You have your reigning and defending Bassmaster Elite Series Angler of the Year. Kyle Welcher is on the list for the MPFL. You want to talk about three guys who are in their prime fishing as good as anyone in the world right now. You take Drew Cook, Kyle Welcher, and Patrick Walters. And I wouldn't want to go up against those guys any day. That's a uh that's a pretty uh that's a pretty stacked field there. Uh also you have uh David Williams, uh lead series angler, Jason Williamson back on it. I might have missed one as I went through that, but uh, a lot of other uh recognizable names on that field. So a really good field for the MPFL. All right, uh, I need to get back in the swing of things. I'm headed over to the man, the myth, the legends, Mark Jeffries' houses. We're going to work on some new promos, cut some new things, uh, change up some stuff uh, going forward in the next couple of months. But I do want to give a big shout out to uh, Miles Berghoff for jumping on doing daddy duty and BTL duty. And then I also want to uh, preview what we got going on the rest of the week. Uh, Arizona's Dean Rojas joins the program tomorrow, January 3rd, live at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, then we will drop a day four episode on Thursday and then the debut of Guide Day, day five on Friday. And then stay tuned to uh, my social media or uh, BassTalkLive.com or BassZone.com for the schedule next week. I know uh, we're going to have johnny schultz maybe the omnia guys uh oh dude i got a really cool show coming up a bait maker this is a throwback show and i i talked to this guy uh last november or december one of the guests hooked me up with him todd klein actually hooked me up with him this is like a nostalgia bait that goes back uh i i don't want to give it away the first time I heard about it, Jay Yellis was doing everything he could to keep anyone else from knowing about it. Anyway, uh, that company has been through some changes. Uh, I've actually caught my biggest bass ever. The 11.4 came on uh, one of those baits. But uh, the owner of that company I have uh, lined up for an appearance in January. We're going to talk about baits. We're going to talk about fishing. We're going to talk about the upcoming season. A lot of positivity headed forward into 2024. Thank you all for being along on this journey. And we will talk to everybody tomorrow with Dean Rojas. See ya.